Hi, are you sick and tired of paying hundreds of dollars a month for cable or dish? GNR TV is your answer. These guys have an incredible 100% legal product that is a cord cutter's dream. For as low as $25 a month, you will get over 400 HD channels, including all major sports packages, pay-per-views, premium movies, and entertainment. To get started, all you need is a streaming device, such as an Amazon Fire Stick, internet, and a desire to save a ton of cash. No contracts, no credit checks, no hidden fees. I myself have been a subscriber, and I must say, this service is amazing. To learn more, search GNR TV on Facebook or Instagram, and I will also be posting a link on my pages to check out on my podcast website. Lastly, for first-time subscribers, use promo code SIRS30 to save $5 for your first month. GNR TV, streaming done right. Let's get slicing and dicing with Sir Sturdy Horror fans. On this podcast, you will hear me and a guest do some movie reviews, random funny horror chats, and whatever else comes to mind. So tune in, kick back, relax, and always remember, I'll see you in your nightmares. Well, just Jason's mask. How's it going, horror fans and family? We're back, Horror Research 30 Podcast. I've got my guy Matt with me. Matt, how's it going, man? How you doing? I'm doing. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm doing great. And today, we are going to be reviewing, no spoilers, this is a short fan film. It's called The Limbo Cafe. And um, the gentleman who sent it to me, his name is Jason Brooke. It's his movie. And I'm going to be interviewing him hopefully next weekend. But again, no spoilers, people. So just listen to our little breakdown of this movie. It was about, actually, I have it pulled up right here. 19 minutes and 21 seconds. And, uh, I mean, yeah, we can just jump right into it. It's, the cinematography, for one, it was, I felt was very excellent. Nostalgic Nightmare Productions is their production company, so big shout out to them. And anybody involved in this movie, real quick, I just want to say this, every, anybody and everybody involved in this movie, I would love to have you guys on the podcast for an interview, so let's definitely make that happen. But, um, yeah, so, Matt, you want to start it off? Like, what did you think? Cinematography, what did you think about that? It was okay. It was very, the movie, the movie itself is very short. Runs about what eighteen plus minutes? Nineteen minutes, twenty-one seconds total. I mean, as far as from <laughs> credit to thing, I have it pulled up playing on mute just to kind of, you know. Ah, okay. That was interesting. Um, hmm. ah, kind of hard to talk about this film without spoiling much to it. But it kind of reminds me of. You ever read the comics Tales from Suspense? I have not. But go or on. you know, like Tales from the Crypt type movie. Uh, comics or uh, those type of things, crime, uh, those type of things. This short kind of reminded me much of one of those episodes from the comics or from a Tales from the Crypt type deal. Because you get that weird twist at the end there and what's going on. So, 
it's again, it's kind of hard to explain this movie without spoiling. It's only it's very short. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, we can say she ends up. It's called Limbo Cafe for a reason. The whole movie is taking place in a small cafe. Yeah, she during a big rainstorm. Uh, she comes into this cafe. Her name is what? Atria? Uh, Art? I forgot some weird first name. This was an A. Atrium. Atria. Atria. Close with Atrium. (laughs) And of course, she's sitting down with the barista and they're talking up a storm. And uh, she takes her picture and then, you know, officers coffee and just weird things start happening in the cafe. Lights are flickering. She's seeing things. So it starts to build up something. Yeah. You know what I'm wondering, Matt? <laughs> and this does have something to do with the movie. What <clears throat> did, did she have creamer in her coffee? Like, what kind of coffee did she have? Was it a dark roast? She didn't, All stuff? She didn't, they didn't give her the coffee. No, they did. They did. She did. Well, she didn't even drink any of it. She just sat it down and all of a sudden started walking away from it. No, she takes, she has, like, right now, she, they're talking, she has it in her hand. Oh, she didn't she, take a sip yet. They're talking, they're talking. They're still talking. Oh, she's going to take a, she put, I guess she's taking a little sip. She kind of took a uh, sip. Maybe I don't a little remember sip. her having a sip of coffee at all. And then she has a sandwich, because the girl says she's hungry. She mentioned she doesn't have any money. But she never makes her a sandwich. No, she, never... no, 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 no. Oh, man, you, you gotta, you, you, you. What? She did. I watched the same thing you did. I don't remember her giving her a sandwich. She brings it out on a little plate, and they sit down on, like, the little couch or whatever, and she, like, sits right. on the coffee table in front of her. She never eats it. Right. I know, I know she doesn't eat it. But my thing is, I'm not a coffee drinker at all, as you know. Well, you might yeah, not know. Okay, so you might not be able to answer this question, then. What kind of sandwich goes with coffee? <laughs> I'm just wondering. Well, if it's a bad and stormy night, the coffee there to warm me up. I guess any type of food will make you hungry. Heck, it's a free sandwich. Who cares? Good point. Good point. Coffee all makes you, also will make you doo-doo, but... Yep. But it'll warm you up, and if you're hungry, it said, hey, free food is free food. Damn right. Who cares what it is? Yeah. Could I'm... be anchovies and peanut butter. Uh, I'll still eat it. That's disgusting. I don't know if I'd <laughs> eat that. I'd, I'd, I'd pass on that. Anchovies and peanut butter. I just had to think of some weird nasty concoction. And that I was going to say a hot dog with peanut butter and jelly as the, the um, condiments, but you you took it to a different level. <laughs> but, yeah, you know what? I will say this. The cafe looks really nice. It's nice. It, looks yeah. like a nice it looks like a nice, friendly, warming place. I mean, it's there's only her and there's only the two. There's the woman that owns it, and then there's Atria. And it's... Oh, man, it's. I get what you're saying. It's kind of hard to really talk too much without, um, giving away too much. But I like feel a lot of weird things are happening in the cafe. Yes, the uh, the storm when she comes in, she's not really that soaked. Like okay. they're talking about her being soaked. Um, that... but also the lights are the lights are flickering. Uh, she hear a big like thunder and lightning with the storm. She says, "Oh, I left the I think I left the window open. Let me go back downstairs." Mm-hmm. Uh, she's. I'd say there's a weird reflection, okay, weird yes. knocking on the door, you know, all kind of weird shit going on. Yeah, there is. Making her a little more paranoid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it makes it, the, you know what I like, though, is how the owner doesn't know what's going on. And it but makes. She knows what's going on. 
and it makes the girl seem kind of crazy, in a sense. Well, the owner's playing playing it off too, like, oh, I think because you could tell by her body language too while watching it. Oh yeah. It's like, oh, I accidentally left this on, and like, you know, yeah, like yeah, every. I'm gonna leave you alone for a little bit with something here. Every every couple minutes, it's like, oh man, you know, I gotta do. She it. always disappears when the weirdness happens. Yes, yes, and the, but there's always an excuse. And what what I want to say about this, though, I, I did have fun with this movie. Like, it's one of those things where I would like to see where they can take it if it was a full-length film because of the, the things we can't discuss that, you know, that happen in the movie and then the way the movie ends. And it's like, I wonder what the background, like, like I wonder what the story is here, you know, because they're in the cafe, they're talking, some strange events happen, but I'm wondering why they happened and what happens next. I'm going with a twist of fate. That's what my uh, idea is. Mm-hmm. Because she just, she even asked, like, why am I in this cafe? And we don't get an answer, but you can kind of figure it out. Yeah. Like everything you can figure out yourself, like what's going on. She gives her story, and then you, you kind of figure out something else is afoot. And then it gets revealed. You're like, oh, okay. And something else is going to happen. Like, it, it kind of falls into place what you're watching. But again, we don't get much backstory on the bar, the store owner at all. Uh-huh. She's just there. Yeah. I have to see something with her. Like, what's her purpose? Yes. And why is she there? You know, like, I'm trying to figure out how to say this about, like, messing it up without spoiling it. I'll say this. Is she stuck there? Or is she... See, here's another thing. I can't say it without spoiling it. Ah, might have to say it after we record. Does she have a particular job? Not just to be a a store owner for a coffee house, Mm -hmm. but is she another job for a higher power? An evil power. Yeah, yeah, I can see that too. I can see both of those. Yeah. And it's just... I don't know. I don't know, man. Like I said, I, I really do... I really did have fun with this, like... It was good. It was fun. I just wish there was more to it. I wish there was kind of more to the story. I do like how... I like. I even like how it starts in the little cafe. I just wish that... I wish that this was like a full length, you know, let's say like an hour, hour and a half or whatever. Maybe an hour. An extra 40 minutes of this to where we really get down to something. An extra 40 minutes or maybe an hour. Like I said, hour and a half would be perfect. Like they could make this into almost like an anthology. Yeah. Where, where um, you have her... Uh-huh. And then remember in the beginning there, there's all these other pictures on the people on the wall? Yeah, yep. Another story could be another person on the wall. And then another story could be the other person on the wall. And then, and what and they all connect to they all connect one house maybe to this coffee shop. Final story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would work. Um shit, man. Like there's not really too much more we could say without spoiling it. Again, I I did have fun with it. I thought it was shot very well. The story was, it wasn't a bad story, it's just, I don't feel it tells enough. But I also feel like it may be one of those things where they might add more to, you know what I mean? Bigger budget, more budget, they might add more to it or continue the story or do an anthology to it with it, which would be like, great. I feel, like, I feel like the story's been done before uh-huh. in other uh, <laughs> shows or other <laughs> shorts, Yeah, but it was interesting. I liked, I liked how they went. And, uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of neat. 
again, I wish we got more. Hopefully there is more to it down the road where they'll give us some more to it versus how quick it was. Mm-hmm. Like, being only 19 minutes, you can do so much. Again, you get so true, much. True. But it's hard for us to talk about it because... We can't really, yeah. We again. can't really do we can't, we can't, we can't really, re- if we review this movie how we usually review this movie, we would literally tell you the whole movie. And it's not a bad movie. That's not what I mean by it. It's just because it's short. It's a short film. But I do, it's one of those things, which when I interview him, I will ask him, do they have more plans with this? Which I hope, I really hope they do. I want to see what they can do, what they would do with this movie. If they made it, you know, an anthology of just one full-length story, and I would like to see what they would do with other types of movies, like other horror movies, like another, you know, another idea, another horror idea. I would love to see what they can do. Because I really do feel they have, the people who made this, Jason and his crew, they have talent. They have a lot of talent. They're real creative. Um, the acting is not top-notch, but I know it takes hard work to do what they're doing. And I also know that this is probably like their first, like one of their first few acting roles, so I'm not even going to judge it on that because you have to practice at it. Um, I would definitely, I would definitely like rewatch this and try to break it down more, maybe more so like if I can give like a full spoiler review. Would I watch this again? Yeah, I probably would. Would I recommend it? If I, if, this is meaning, would I recommend it if others were allowed to watch it or whatever, or when it's done with the screen you know what the um what's the word i'm looking for with the film fest the the movie circuit yeah when it's done with the movie circuit when if it came out everywhere for people to watch it yes i would say check this movie out definitely um what about you matt would you same thing would you watch it again would you recommend it oh yeah i'd definitely watch it again just to you know break it down some more if there's anything that i missed apparently i missed her drinking coffee and eating and getting the sandwich but getting not eating (laughs) But other than that, yeah, it's, it's only 19 minutes, so if you if you get a chance, if they only put it out as this, and no other changes, only 19 minutes. You got you can, you know, do what you want, watch it on 19, and go from there. And if they decide to add more to it, or to change it up a little bit, yeah, I want to see what direction they would go, to see what they can do to expand uh, the storyline, expand the characters, to see if we get anything else out of it. Or even if they make it out of an anthology. That would be kind of cool. Agreed. Agreed. Like, so you could be sitting down looking at the pictures. And then the patron goes, yeah, these are our regular customers, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, points out to one particular guy. This is Mr. So-and-so. And he was such and such, such and such. Boom. Here's his story. And then all of a sudden you go into a story and kind of her telling the story. And then the way it ends... Is with the story of Art. Art I keep wanting to call her Arctic. <laughs> Atrium. Then you go into the final story, which is Atrium, and then what her story is. Yeah. That'll be kind of neat. And then you go through the whole. Because a short story could last you know, like 20 minutes. So if you can make it like three stories or two more people, you got yourself close to an hour. Maybe add one more person, that's an hour and a half. That's that's actually really true, and I could see right there with the whole anthology idea you were saying. You can have three or four twenty-minute stories, or three, you know, what I mean, three or four twenty-minute little stories, short stories that all connect. And there you go, that's your film, which I think either way would be awesome. And like I said, I really want to see what they what they have in store for us next. I I have high hopes for this. Like 
I'm really, really enjoying these fan films and these fan these fan made films and these fan shorts and all that good stuff and the crowdfunding stuff. I just I really enjoy it because it's it's cool to see that these people are getting to live their dreams as far as creating a movie, creating content for others to see, and for people like us breaking them down, doing our podcast thing. I do think it's awesome. Yeah. And I bet you it's fun it's, as hell. Oh, I bet, yeah. But the other part is, too, you have to worry about budget. You have to worry about money. Exactly. You have to worry about, you know, all this other crazy shit that we won't deal with, where the director and the producer had to deal with, and, like, all the headaches of trying to raise the funds to get this special effect, or to raise the funds to, you know, pay for catering, or pay for housing, or just pay the actors and actresses. Yes. So... I That's a hard part too, which I understand for uh, some of these directors and stuff. I think that right, that right there, what you just said, I like. Um, I rate fan-made films on a different kind of scale than I would regular films, like a big studio budget, only because it's out of pocket. Even if it's a crowdfunded thing, say if it's a crowdfunded thing for ten, twenty, between ten and fifty thousand dollars, that's still. I'm not saying it's not it's a it's not a bad start. It's not a bad start at all. No, but it's, it's like when you watch an independent film, you got to realize what their budget is. Exactly. Versus exactly. if you're going to see like a Blumhouse movie, they got shit ton of fun movie, shit ton of money. They can do whatever they want. Exactly. Here is you have some Mr. Joe Smith trying to you know pull out his horror film where he's got maybe twenty thousand dollars to play with, and that's what he has to deal with. If he got to cut back on certain things, it's understandable. And, a lot of people don't understand it, but they should. And another thing, too, man, is what I really respect and enjoy is I feel they really bring out a good story. You know what I mean? Like, yes. They really, because it's one of those things, like, I mean, again, with this film, it's a little short, but I really feel there's something deeper here with the story. I feel like if they could do, there's a laundromat across the street, by the way. I feel like if they can do a full film or a full film, but an anthology with this, with this story right here, I think it could be beautifully done and amazing. So from that... Well, the very first Evil Dead movie was a college project made with only, I think, $5,000. Wow. The first Evil Dead, which is a huge cult classic. Yes, and it is. Of course, is. later on, he got like more money to do more special effects for part two, and so on. A lot of people don't realize that this is what you have. If you have a small amount of money... You've got to put your money into the right places. So true. Okay, we can't have this super-duper car crash or this practical monster coming through. we got to, you know, just maybe show the hand or show, like, some footprints. And, you know, what we got is what we got. And you make it work. As long as the writing is great and the, the, the acting is good and the direction of, like, the, what the director would do, you have yourself something good, something enjoyable to watch. You don't have to have all the big explosions and, Insane CGI to, you know, get you. Mm-hmm. It's nice, but guess what? When you're going into independent, it's diff- it's a lot different. Agreed. I know Agreed. I collect a lot of independent horror films. A lot of people do it. I don't even know most about them. See, But you're supporting the, the younger people, the, the newer people, too, which is nice. Yeah, oh yeah. You gotta support it. So I, I look at it like this. If you're in the horror, if you're really, a really, really, really not, I mean, this is no disrespect to any type of horror fan. Any type of horror fan is a horror fan in my eyes. If you're the casual fan who just watches the big budget movies, or if you're a fan that watches anything you get your hands on, you know, kind of like what we, kind of like what we do. I will watch any. Well, me and you will literally watch any damn horror movie, good, bad, yep. or other. 
yeah. And that's big budget, little budget, whatever. But then there's some fans, which again, no disrespect, they're they're horror fans just as well as we are, just as much as we are. They just like what they like or whatever. They watch what they watch or they watch what, or they watch and they like what they know. Like I'll say it for myself. I didn't know about horror short films and um, fan-made films as long as I've been watching horror. I didn't know about horror kinds as long as I've been into horror and stuff. So, you know, you learn that as you go and you go from there. But what I'm getting at is I do feel, and I've said this before, I'll say it again. I got it from my brother, Henry. These um, fan films, these fan shorts, the fan full-length films, the crowd-funded films and all that good stuff, these guys, these are the up-and-comers. This is the backbone that we got to support with horror. That doesn't mean don't go out and see the big-budget movie that we all want to see. That's perfectly fine and dandy. Go do that as well. But definitely check out these fan films. If you're going to these horror conventions, go up to their tables, buy one of their movies, get it signed, and check it out because they really bust their ass and they do some amazing work. They it's really like the do. same thing when you go to bands. Like when you go to a bar and you see a band and all of a sudden they're... A, a no-name band. Like, nobody knows who they are. You listen to them, and you're like, holy shit, these guys are actually good. And they say, you know what? We have a CD. If you want to come out and purchase our CD or purchase our music, of course, if you like it that much, you will go buy their CD and say, you know what? Get it signed. Because you never know down the road that these people are going to be huge. Exactly. They may never, they might break up the next day. Well, you know what? You got the rubble. You have fun with it. Yeah. Or also they blow up out of nowhere and they become the next, I don't know, fucking Motley Crue or Kiss. And you're like, holy shit, I remember them back in this day and I saw them at this little pulled out bar. And it's the same thing with these movies. Like, mm-hmm. watch this one film that no one's even heard of and it's very low budget. And all of a sudden, someone picks them up and says, hey, can you direct this film? And it becomes a huge, like Ted Ramey uh, in them. When they did Evil Dead, mm-hmm. it was a college project. All of a sudden, someone picked him up, and they started putting out more. Now he's doing, like, the Spider-Man movies. He's done big budget films, like the, the next Evil Dead movies, and so on and so on. So you just don't know what they happen. So, again, support the little guys, because you never know. Down the road, it may surprise you, and all of a sudden, they're blown up. You're like, wow. Exactly. Exactly. So... We can jump right into the ratings, man. At 1 to 10... Okay, 1 to 10 coffee and sandwich combos. How many coffee and sandwich combos would you give this movie? Just from what you've seen from the short. Just from what I've seen from the short. Again, uh, it's rough because there's not much to go. Yeah. But I'll probably give us a 7. 7 coffee and sandwiches. I'm going to give it a... I'll give it a a 7.5. I'll give it seven full coffee, you know, the seven and a half. The last half will be a half of a sandwich because, you know, you get full. But just because, like you're saying, you don't really get to know the story so much. Like, you don't, I mean, you, you, you have an idea of what's going on, but you still want more. But I get, you know, you, got, you have to do what you have to do with your budget and all that. And I do understand that. So, yeah, seven and a half, definitely a fun film. We approved of it. So, on to the next thing. Again, everybody, before we get on to the next thing, actually, everybody and anybody involved with this film, from the director, actors, actresses, everybody, I would love to have you guys on here to interview you and talk, discuss this some more. Get some, you know, get some feedback from you guys. And, yes, thank you, Jason, for sending me this film. We greatly and highly appreciate it, and we hope you send us 
a shit ton more. Thank you again, sir. Now, Matt, Scarecon is in about, you could just say two weeks from today. Technically, two weeks, two weeks Technically. from yesterday. Two, two weeks, weeks from yesterday. Well, two weeks from yesterday. And I'm excited about it. As you know, and as the listeners know, and if they don't know, they'll know now, I am bringing the podcast. We have a table. Everything's all set. We're, all, we're Actually, we're also doing the VIP thing this year. I've never done that before, so that should be fun. And, um, yeah, man, so I know you're excited about it. What's uh, What are you looking forward to besides seeing me? <laughs> Uh, besides seeing you, hmm, what else could there be? Oh, I definitely want to meet Art the Clown. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of interesting. I definitely want to meet some of the people from the Phantasm series, and probably Barbara Crampton from From Beyond and Reanimator. Okay. Uh, thing is, I could, I was talking to my sister about this place. She's never been to it because she lives in Rochester as well. Mm-hmm. So I go, is it in the, there's a, I guess an event center right across the street, but it looks like it's held right in the hotel. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how this is going to be. Is it going to be like a monster media type style where everything's all mixed in the lobby and down the hallways? Or is it going to be into a big room? we got to see how this plays. Again, this is the first time it's going to be in Rochester. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people are not happy and they're not going. Now, I'm only going to be going so far for Friday. And uh, coming back, I'm driving back Friday night because it's only a two-hour drive. Mm-hmm. And because I got the Bruce Campbell signing on Saturday, so I don't have to rush on Friday. If it's good or decent, I may come back up Sunday because with Sunday, people are, we'll be selling stuff a little cheaper and we can get some more autographs or whatnot. But, again, uh, if this was at the Turning Stone, I think it would be the last so much easier. Or even closer somewhere in Syracuse or in Albany. But being in Rochester, it's kind of a hike. See, I think, uh, that's, what, I think that's what's turning a lot of people off, too, is where it's located. See, with that, um, I'm not too mad about it. Like I, I was like, oh, man, it's moving, but... I, I'm excited for it. I really feel like the new venue will be cool and fun. And I think it'll end up being a bigger turnout. Maybe not this year, but next year. I just feel like they're going to get a feel for it this year, see how it is, and then go go on. I have positive, excuse me, I have a positive outlook on it. I get people are upset that they got to drive further, but I, as far as it's for me, I go, I'm like, okay, it's, I had to drive about an hour and a half to two hours to get out to Turning Stone. So I have to drive for like another hour, hour and a half. Not that big of a deal. And then, like I said, my wife is from out there. So for this alone, which is cool for me personally, which I'm excited about is my sister-in-law, her husband, which would be my brother-in-law, and then their son is going to the con because we're going to be out there. So they're going to come, you know, and hang out. I don't know if they're coming all three days. I got the media passes for them. I know they're going to come at least one or two days. But they're going to come hang out. So that's going to be cool. And I'm going to have fun. Cool. Yeah, I hope to have fun. I hope to meet a bunch of people there and just talk and have a good time. Like, I've, I've always gone. Like, I've gone to some other conventions further away. Had a great time. Uh, some interesting experiences. <laughs> like when we went to Monster Mania for their first time, which was a big convention. So I'm hoping this location is at least decent. 
I'm hoping it can hold what it needs to hold and not be as crazy. Because mm-hmm. my wife was asking me, like, what is this place going to be like? I said, I have no clue. This is the first time it's going to be in Rochester. We don't, I never, we've never been to this hotel. We don't know if it's going to be like a lobby thing or like a Monster Mania setup or anything like that. We just have to just play it by ear and see how it goes. How would you feel if it was like a Monster Mania setup? Uh, that was rough. It's because... my Well, before you finish, I didn't mean to cut you off, but minus like the overcrowdedness you guys had to deal with. Just like the different rooms, I mean. Well, that was okay, the different rooms. Because you can go around and whatnot. But with the overcrowdedness, kind of ruins some of the experience because now you're waiting in line for like hours just to get to an autograph. Whereas when at Scaricon here, it was, hey, there's vendors right next to Let's say uh, Doug Bradley. Mm-hmm. I can be looking at this venue, and there's Doug Bradley sitting right there. If there's no one's at his line, he'll look over and say, "Hey, maybe you should pick up that Hellraiser figure." <laughs> or buy that uh, that puzzle box that's looking right at you. You're like, "Yeah, hey, yeah, I could do that." And also, you're having a little conversation. Like everything was all mixed in between, which was nice. Where Monster Media, all the actors and actresses are either upstairs or in this like area. You gotta wait in line. Whereas, let's say you, if you want a specific actor or actress, you've got to get there early, get in line just for the autographs, and wait, hopefully you get what you want, then wander the con. Mm-hmm. Whereas Scaricon, you just wander around. You can wander, like, all right, maybe I'll, okay, Doug Bradley's over here, or Barbara Crampton's over here, or Sid Haig's over here, rest in peace. Yes, rest so you know like, where, where they are, and you can like, all right, maybe I'll hit them a little bit, and you know the lines won't be that bad. But media, it is crazy, but it's It's huge. It's a big mess. You know know what it is about Scaricon? And I got this talking to JV. If you guys listen to the episode, you'll hear it. It's more personable. Like, he was saying how a lot of, all the guests that are there want to be there. They're not there just to sign autographs and take our money. They're there because they really want to be there. They really enjoy the experience as well as we do. And I feel like that's one thing I could say about Scarecon that really brings me back every year that I go is because it's real, like, you feel like you're wanted when you go there. I mean, I know, don't get me wrong, I know people want to go there to make money, which there's nothing wrong with that, and to network and build, which I go there to network and build as well as meet cool people and get some cool autographs and some cool shit. But it's all about how it comes you know, how it comes out, or how people come off, like, how they act, how they treat you when you're going to get an autograph, and then the fans there are fucking fantastic as well, as well, so friendly, I've never had, I've never had an issue with anybody at Scaricon, which I can say, Same. I've never had that. an issue, it's fun, it's a fun-ass con, and, you know, I just, shit, man, I, I can't wait for the freaking con. I'm so excited for it. Like, it's a couple weeks away now. Um, yeah, I'm excited and uh, definitely want to see how it's going to be set up. I'm going to hopefully try to get some video for my YouTube to show, like, hey, this is what it looks like now in Rochester, like back in the day when it was in at yeah. Turningstone. So I'm I know some people ask me, like, can you uh, record video? I'm like, I'm going to try. So hopefully I'm- I can get that in. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to do some on my phone, and then I think when I record at my table, I'm going to record audio and video. Yeah, I'm going to bring my little tripod with me to see if I can 
walk to like a little walk around because mm-hmm. then it gives you an idea like where stuff is. Like I when I was prepping for Monster Mania, like I had no clue. I just knew there was a ton of people. So I would go online to say, you know, maybe did some people did video tours of Monster Mania. And they did. So I knew where the, the signing was. I knew where like certain booths would be or mm-hmm. where spots would be. So I kind of had an idea, even though they gave you a map. Still, if one thing is a picture versus if you see something visually, you, it clicks. So then you can see what's going on. Very true. But, that's my plan is to get some video in on Friday. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the same thing. I'm going to actually, like I said, I'm going to do it at my table recording when I record podcasts. I'm going to do it at uh, at the actual, you know, walking around the event. But I will ask you this. I'm going to ask you a favor since you will be walking around recording. Will you please walk around and record by my table? <laughs> for your I'm going to walk around the whole entire thing. I'm yeah. going to record the whole entire thing. So I'm going to get everybody. Okay. Because that's what I want to do is to show off what the convention looks like. You hear that, people? So, he's doing this. He, he wants to show what the convention looks like, but he's mainly doing it for the, the main attraction there, which is me. I'm joking. I'm not, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully I can. That's the, that's one of my goals, because it's only open from, like, 5 to 9, I think, or 5 to 7. No, 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 no. Saturday, Friday, it's either 5 to 9 or 5 to 10. Yeah. And then... Saturday, you're not coming back, or you're coming back. So you're doing Friday, Sunday. I think we'll be doing Friday, Sunday. But depending on how Friday is, if Friday's worth it, I'll come back. Saturday. So I want to make, I want okay. to try to get everything going. I want to try to you know get my autographs. That's my main thing. Get my collectibles and get to meet and talk to people. Mm-hmm. If I have time to record, I'm going to record the whole do a little walk around mm-hmm. if I can. I'm hoping to, because I want, because I know a lot of people would ask me, they want me to do a walk around during Monster Mania. <laughs> there was no way. I could not do a walk around in that. That was just insane. Oh, it's, it's... There was just so many people. <laughs> Saturday was like, I was like standing in the line on a roller coaster, just, you know, stop, start, stop, move a little bit. We're lucky we got our big autographs on Friday, because Saturday was just ballistic. Yep. One line was eight hours to get to somebody. Damn. Fucking eight hours. I would never wait in line for eight hours. I don't care. That unless that's the only thing you want to do is just see that one person, you're missing the whole rest of the convention. It's like you're here for the convention. But other than that, it's like nope, I can't do eight hours. <laughs> that's stupid. I'm like that's insane. No way. It's like we got her the day before. That was Christina Ricci. Oh. Friday. And that was her anyway. first con, right? Yeah, that's her first East Side con. She's done stuff on the West Coast. It was her for the first time on the East Side. I think Dolph Lundgren was the first East Side. And there was somebody else. But I didn't get Dolph. I wanted to. But his line was too huge. Damn. Yeah, because he was in the, in the room with all the, the people from the new Halloween movie. So a lot of the Halloweeners wanted to go and get uh, the new people from Halloween. The new mm-hmm. Halloween film. So I had to wait in line with them. Like, I want to see Dolph. I don't want to see... The other people that were little, not big actors and actresses in the Halloween movie. I don't care about that. I want to meet Ivan Drago. <laughs> I want to meet, you know, uh, uh, Dolph himself. I wanted to talk a couple horror films with him. But, of course, I couldn't, which sucked. But that's okay. But I got to meet Christina Ricci. That was really well done, how they prepped you. And you got to sit down. Like, oh, we're sitting down. 
even the people next to us were like, wow, we can sit. <laughs> it was great. Now, but then you got up and you sat in the next row. Then you got up and sat in the next row. But mm-hmm. we didn't care. It was fun. It was quick. But again, with ScareCon, hopefully you're not going to be waiting in line for that long, depending on these people. Like, it's so small that hopefully the experience is you, like on a Saturday, you'll probably wait a while because there's so many more people on Saturday. Oh, definitely. Or Friday, well, again, Monster Mania Friday was, was fucking nuts. But hopefully with this one in Rochester, it's not as bad on the Friday. So I have time to get what I need to get done. And hopefully if, and if they're still there on Sunday, if it's good, I'm coming up Sunday and I'll do my recording on Sunday. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. It's going to be exciting, amazing. It's going to be me. And I got the Monday off the next day, so I can definitely recover, so I don't care. Oh, yeah, me too. I, have, I actually have that Monday and Tuesday off. I think I do too. I don't know. All I know is I got like a five-day weekend, and I'm like, ah, I'm excited. Let's go. Hell yeah, man. You have to. I mean. I think they have Thursday off. He doesn't remember. I don't remember. My work schedule always rotates, and it's different. But all I know is for sure is I got. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and Monday off, so. Yep, me too. I actually have Wednesday through, Wednesday to Tuesday I'm off that week. Nice. And then I'll be back. But yeah, it's, I just, I, man, I just can't wait. I really, like I said, I'm really excited for the con. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm still joining in podcasting? What's wrong? Look, man. Drink your coffee. Have a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Back to the cafe. <laughs> I'm drinking some eggnog, and I had some goulash. I'm drinking it Southern Comfort and eggnog mix, and I ate some goulash. So that's my cafe meal. Legit. Delicious. But yeah, um, shit. What do you now? You have your podcast. Why don't you talk about? Because you always like you'll shout it out there. But why don't you like? Talk about the podcast a little bit. Like, what do you guys, you know, what do you guys do and all that? Okay, well, uh, people don't know, I'm in part of the Cinema Attack podcast, which is hosted on the Horrorphilia Network, where there's multiple other podcasts going. And we talk about pretty much all different types of films. But me, I try to push more horror because I'm, I'm more of a horror buff than anything else. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know one of the other guys is, he's a whole, all movie everything. He doesn't care. So, but I know we are recording tonight, and we're going to be doing our Halloween special. We're going to be reviewing three films. We're going to be doing the the WNUF Halloween special, which is interesting. It's funny. (laughs) If you've never seen it, it's a cool thing to watch on Halloween. All its fake commercials and everything. It's great. Mm -hmm. Uh, Movies from Scream Factory called Hellions. And another movie called May. May was pretty good. It's a uh, different take on like a Frankenstein type style. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to probably do, we had a, our own Facebook site too, Cinema Tech. It's like a group page. People are always free to walk up to join it. Um, where we asked like, you know, the Facebook page, hey, like this year I think we've asked in the group, you know, what are your favorite Halloween traditions? And then we'll, answer it on the show or if you have questions for us boom we'll answer them right on the show too uh yeah so the three of us just get together and we just pretty much shoot the shit and have a good time that's awesome man that's awesome we all met through facebook we all met through youtube actually 
Really? And then, yep. Um, it was kind of weird how it went. We all went through, we all did YouTube together in different channels. And then we all joined this one group page called the 22 Shots and Boots and Horror. And we listened to their podcast and everything. And we all just started talking to horror, a whole bunch of us. And that's how it all started was through YouTubing. And I knew a couple of the guys from that, from YouTube. And they invited me to do uh, some guest appearances on an old YouTube channel called Body Bags. Mm-hmm. Where we would do movie reviews. And then so I just kept building up. And we started building a friendship. And one of the guys went through a podcast and two people bailed on him. He still wanted to do it, but he had no one to go with. So I volunteered, and my other buddy volunteered and said, Hey, about the three of us? Nice. Give it a shot. If it works, all right. If it doesn't, well, at least we tried. Nice. And so far, we've been doing good. <laughs> hey, man, that's awesome. I like that. I like that a lot. That's real cool. But yes. just, and I know you enjoy it, and I know you guys have fun with it, which is the most important part of it. You don't just, you know. Yeah, one guy's from Boston, and the other guy's, like, near Texas. Damn. So we're all spread out. Three different states. That's awesome. See, that's that's fun, too. Like, you guys get together every other weekend to do that? Mm-hmm. We get together. We, we plan out certain things. Uh, one guy will say, hey, can we do these three movies? We're like, yeah, sure, why not? Now, or, do, you, do you guys always... I know you do more than just horror, but do you guys always do three movies, or do you guys sometimes do, like, one movie review? Like one uh, we've done one before. We've done two. We did a franchise. Uh, we actually do as well. We do the uh, a commentary episode here and there, mm-hmm. where we actually play the movie, and you're listening to it, and you're making, and we're pretty much making fun of it. Ah, <laughs> we right. do like a mystery science yeah. theater three thousand style. That which and, that there is fucking fun because me and you did it for Treevenge, and I feel like we need to do it again for some little horror movies. Yes, because it's fun as hell. We're doing another one tomorrow night. We're recording. We are doing uh, Halloween Night, which is a slasher put up by the Asylum. And we know how the Asylum is. They're pretty much a mockbuster company. Mm-hmm. They make fun of all the different type of films. This one's pretty much mocking Halloween. I've never seen it. If I did find a copy, I did buy it. But I've heard it's actually a really good slasher. So I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. We did Dragon Wars not that long ago, and that movie's just atrocious. We just... Ripped that movie apart. We were laughing constantly through the whole thing. <laughs> oh, man. We don't take it seriously. We, uh, oh, no, it's a movie can't. we're going to commentary on. We make fun of it. We have a good time laughing on it. Oh, yeah. You got to have a good time with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've done franchises. We've done, uh, one time we did two westerns. We did a martial art, a couple martial arts films. We've done, uh, we did oh we did three martial arts one time, non horror related and three martial arts horror related. Oh, yep. Or yeah, no, the chronic Asian type films, kind of weird. It was like what was like an Asian giallo, which was awkward. Now, what, <laughs> it was cool. Can you now? I'm not familiar. I've heard the term a few times. What is a giallo film? Uh, giallo is pretty much an Italian murder mystery type film. Okay. Where it, leaves, where it kind of leaves you like as a, it's a mystery trying to figure out who it is. And a lot of times it acts, it almost feels like it's just a slasher, which fits in the slasher genre. But it's actually in its own style. It's mostly done in its own Italian ways. Now, 
take for instance the movie uh, Deep Red. I don't know if you ever seen that one. I have not, but I would okay. definitely check it out. Deep Red is a that's one type of giallo where a person is murdered and you're trying to figure out who it is, but other people are getting murdered at the same time during the film. Mm-hmm. It's a, a slasher. But it's done in a way where it's all mystery, the cops are more involved. Uh, so it's got that kind of investigation going to it. But it was, it's really well, some of them are very, very well done. It's kind of like, wow. <laughs> Leaves it with a cool twist. But that's, there was like a, an American movie. I think it was American. Oh, no, or Canadian. One of the two. It was called The Editor. I don't know if you ever seen that one. I haven't seen that either, but I, I got to check these out. The editor, editor is a Giallo-type ripoff film. And it's supposed to be done as a type of a Giallo film. And holy crap, they did an awesome job on it. It, kinda, it blew me away. It was like my top film from, like, I think it was 2015 or 16 or whatever it came out. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. And usually they're pretty gory. There's a lot of blood. There's a lot of nudity, a lot of a lot of close-up shots of certain things, like a person's eyeball, or a close-up to like you no know, maybe a piece of paper or something weird. There's a lot of close-ups on to these films, but they're not for everybody. A lot of times, some people just don't get it because sometimes it can be a little slow. Like when a slasher occurs, a lot of people get the body count usually pretty high. Yeah. Uh, where this where the Jallo sometimes they're not. But they're more story driven. Okay. And you go through and get them. Makes like sense. a good one to watch is Deep Red. That's a great type of giallo. Another one would be uh, uh, Torso. Uh, I seen I seen that a few weeks ago. I was actually you watched on, Torso. Yeah, I watched it. Um, and I was on uh, what's the podcast called? Liquor Pawn Podcast. It's a horror podcast. They their okay. shows on YouTube. Liquor Pawn. I was on their show. They wanted me on. Great show, fun show, but uh, that's the movie we reviewed was Torso. Oh, cool. Uh, there was the the bird with the crystals, the bird with the crystal line plumage, uh, cat of nine tails, ten, tenebrae. There's a whole bunch of other awesome ones out there. They definitely should be checked out. Uh, I got a lot of people probably don't like these as much because of that, but a lot of people love them. That's what makes it very interesting. So, so I definitely recommend Giallo's. Okay, so that means you are going to have to get me up on those. Oh, yeah, I got a whole bunch. I'll give you a list. <laughs> hey, that, that's at all first, I ask. Yeah, at first I wasn't a big Giallo fan. I saw maybe one or two, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, okay, they're kind of interesting. But a buddy of mine from the group page said, dude, check this movie out. Dude, check this one out. So, of course, down the road I would pick up, find it, pick it up, and go on. Where I haven't I have not seen this movie? It's from like the seventies. It's from the eighties, and how come I haven't seen it? Like, dude, you gotta get into the more giallo. So, more, of course, now I've been getting into a lot of giallo type films. Yeah. There's one that's pretty cool. It's called The Bay of Blood. It's also known as Twitch of the Death Nerve. It's almost kind of like a. I don't know how I want to put it. It came around the same time as Friday the 13th a little bit. Or, no, it's before Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. But it's about families getting picked off and everything. It's a really good story. 
very high body count, and it leaves you open with what the fuck, and then you realize what the ending is. But Bay of Blood was very Bay well done. I think that was close to the first Giallo. There's probably once before that. So. You're definitely going to have to. Yeah, you guys send me a list of some <laughs> things to watch. Oh, yeah. Because that just, to me, it sounds interesting. I'm not even going to lie to you. It does sound really interesting. And I know me and you will definitely have to be reviewing some Giallo films. I really have to get more into for, foreign horror films in general. Like, I need to branch out. I've been branching out more in general as far as horror goes, but I feel like I need to take that next step and branch out even more. Oh, yeah. You, you have to go into, like, Fulci, and Fulci's got some great flicks. I don't know if, are you familiar with uh, him? No. All right, Fulci, from, the, from Beyond. <laughs> That's, like, also known as the Gates <laughs> of Hell. Okay. He did, he did uh, From Beyond, Inferno. There's another one just called Zombie. Uh, Fulci is awesome. Argento is one of the big guys who did a lot of Giallo films. Mm-hmm. So if you see the name Argento, go for it. There's a bunch. Will do. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Those are your two big, big Italian name brands. Fulci okay. and uh, Argento. But there's other ones out there, which I could get into a whole bunch, but... If you start into, go off with those two people first. Will do. And right here, horror fans, everybody listening, Horror Surf 30, Army. Yep. Ariana has her Army. Beyonce has the Beehive. Right now it's called the Horror Surf 30 Army until we can figure out a better name. But uh, the Undead, you know, Horror Surf 30 Undead. I don't know. The Horror Surf 30 Battalion. Battalion. Boom. The Horror. No, 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 no. You know what? <laughs> I'm a slasher fan. The Horror with Surf 30 Slashers. That's what we are. The Horror with Surf 30 Slashers. Listen. We'll say you'd be the final girls, but a lot of us are guys and girls, so we could be the, the final survivors. There. See? And that's like <laughs> Destiny's Child. I'm a survivor. But uh, anyway, <laughs> what I was getting at is what Matt was just discussing for us with the Giallo films. I feel everybody should check those out, and Matt is very informative when it comes to horror. And elbows, so you should listen to him when he talks about either or. <laughs> <laughs> the elbows thing is an inside joke with me and Matt, which you guys will probably never really pick up or understand. It's not really deep, but it's just, it's one of those jokes that only me and him will find funny. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, definitely check those type of films out. Check out, um, check out for, check out the foreign films, not just Giallo, but all foreign horror films, which I need to do myself. Check out fan-made films. Just be you supportive. Check out some really crazy horror films. Yes. Asian horror is insanely crazy with their ghost films and their uh, stories. Yes, you're gonna have subtitles. You're gonna have to read a movie, but once you understand, you can do both read and watch. Mm-hmm. You're golden. Some will have English dub. The dubbing could be off, and it just looks so weird when a person's talking English, and you know they're not talking English. Like the, like the Asian <laughs> martial arts movies? Yes. Like the old, some of the Godzilla movies, which I love watching Godzilla in dubbed. I always did it when I was a kid. But when you're trying to watch a Giallo where it's supposed to be very serious, when the dubbing's off, it's... Uh, it's like... It's, the nails on the chalkboard. You're like, ah, fuck it. Put on the subtitles. Yep. I hear you. You know, it was a good film. Um, I guess you can kind of consider it horror. Maybe, maybe not. Real gory. 
It was the Asian version of uh, Hunger Games Battle Royale one and two. Battle Royale, yeah. Battle Royale, wow. I have that fucking in my wow. collection. And speaking of which, you know what I need to watch? I still haven't fucking watched it yet, and I'm going to watch this. Train to Busan. Oh, Train to Busan is freaking insane. I heard it was amazing. It People is. keep they're like, listen, Aaron, watch it. I want if you watch this, I want to do the fucking podcast with you if you watch this damn movie, so watch it. So I need to watch that movie. Which they I'm actually going had to. made a prequel to it as well. They're going to, right? No, there is. It's it's actually a uh, anime. Really? Is, there's an anime out for Train to Busan, but it's the prequel called uh, um, Soul Station. S E O U L like Soul. Uh, the country soul. Uh huh. It's called Soul Station, where the, everything's pretty much started off. Nice. So best bet, watch Train first. Nice. So you know what's going on with Train to Busan and how, like how everything all takes place on this train. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's definitely <laughs> fast zombies. Oh yeah. But they're different type of zombies too. They're not your typical ones. Word. Yeah, definitely watch it. Do you have a copy? No, it's on Train to Busan. Yeah. No, it's on Netflix though. Okay, watch it on Netflix. I'm definitely gonna check it out though. I definitely need to watch. It. I keep saying that. I just need to sit down and get some time to watch it. And it won't be tonight though because, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be watching some fights in a few hours. Speaking of which, Matt, I am going to. Uh, do a quick ad slash plug, I guess you could say. So I'm going to ask you a question. All right. Do you have cable? Yep. Or do you feel like you're overpaying for your cable? Yep. Okay. And I have a couple more questions before I, you know. I know you're a movie buff, especially horror movies. And I know you buy every fucking horror movie that ever comes out. Close to it. Um, <laughs> Close to it. <laughs> Well, no. I love, I love buying physical. I always have, always will. I'm I'm the same way. When I have the money, I love buying physical. Got a couple more. What else do you do? You like do you do you watch sports? Wow. No. No, you don't watch sports. I'm not a, I'm not a sports guy. So you're not into like what? So that includes like not just football, basketball, baseball. That that includes like UFC, mixed martial arts stuff. You're not really into that boxing. No, like if it's on ESPN the Ocho, I don't know. But other than that. <laughs> nah, if it's like a mixed fight, I'd rather go like to a friend's house, like where everyone's watching it. Okay. But but I haven't done that in a long time. I used to do the pay per view like with wrestling back in the day, but I haven't watched wrestling in I don't know years. I lost track of it. Thirty five, forty years. Yeah, I get yeah. it. And, and then like, UFC has blown so much out of proportion. Oh, it's like where so you can turn, it's always on. So I'm like, nah. But it's great. There's going to be some great fights on. Speaking of the UFC tonight, UFC 243, October 5th in Melbourne, Australia at the Marvel's, uh, the Marvel Stadium. Anyway. Not well, sometimes stadium. those great fights in the last couple minutes and it's done. You're like, I paid for this. I forgot which fight it was. It was like a big pay-per-view. It was expensive. A couple co-workers went in on it. And the fight lasted two minutes. And that was it. They're like, what the fuck? They wasted all this money on the fight. I'm like, man, that's why I don't do pay-per-view. Okay. I'd rather watch it on YouTube the like, next day because, so, you know, someone's going to upload it or they're going to upload the... The clips. What happened, the clips. Okay. And I got, I got my clips. So I'm like, man. 
what if I told you I had a solution to that as far as not having to pay for that overpriced pay-per-view and the overpriced cable? What would you say? Yeah. Oh. Maybe. Maybe okay. that. I don't know. Again, I'm not right. into all those packages things, but you plug your thing away. Okay. <laughs> Here it goes, Matt. For as little... That's shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's interested, people. <laughs> all right, go ahead. I'll let you talk. Okay. I appreciate that. Okay, so... Hear me out. All you need is... You're not interested. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, okay. I'll, I'll shut up now. And... He, 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 listen, Matt loves horror so much, that's why he's not interested. All he watches is horror and uh, elbow movies. <laughs> yep, I Matt. watch other stuff, too. Oh, I man. do have a movie about a killer forehead, so there you go. Really? Yep. We'll discuss that in a minute. Let me just do this plug real quick. We'll discuss that in a minute because I want—I need to hear more about that because I would watch Ross, this. Some shit like that. screaming forehead. Anyway, what I'm about to tell you guys is fucking amazing. You heard the plug in the beginning of the episode, but you're gonna hear it again. Listen, people. Twenty-five dollars a month, just twenty-five dollars, right? For this service, all you need is a fire stick. And the high-speed internet, and then you know, I'm sure everybody has an HD TV. Anyway, the app is called GNR TV. You download it, go to GNRHosting.com, you sign up with your email. They'll send you a username after you pay. They'll send you a username. They'll show you how to download it and show you how to use it all on YouTube. With this GNR app, you will be able to watch all the movie channels. You know, HBO, Cinemax. Whatever else there is, stars. All the uh, sports packages, that's basketball, baseball, football, mixed martial arts, hockey, soccer, golf, whatever else. Whatever other sport there is that I didn't mention. You get to watch Dodgeball. all that. Dodgeball? I mean, if it's, a, if it's a competitive sport on ESPN, then yeah. If not, ESPN, you, better, you better just YouTube that. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, you get to watch all those channels. This, like I said, the movie channels, the sports package channels, all the regular channels, over 400 channels for as little as $25 a month. That's it, 25 bucks a month. It's for, one, it's for one Fire Stick, though, mind you. Now, if you wanted to get up to three Fire Sticks, it's only $55 a month, which still is way cheaper than cable. You get all the channels you want, including Brazzers and all that porn stuff, if you perverts want to see that. There's also, though, horror fans, there's also a horror channel with the GNR TV, which is pretty cool. It has horror on all the time, movies, shows, whatever. Excuse me. So, yeah, GNR TV, streaming done right, is the best thing you can get as far as watching live TV events, watching pay-per-view events, watching HBO movies, and all that good stuff. For $25, put it this way, I'm watching UFC 243 tonight. I paid my $25 for the full month, and I'm set. I'm good. I can watch. If there's if there's a fight that comes out every weekend on pay-per-view, I get to watch every single fight, and I only paid that one for $25. Now, you guys are over there paying over $100 a month for cable, DirecTV, Dish Network, and whatever other networks there are out there, just for the service with limited channels. Most of your channels are duplicated. And on top of that, you still have to pay for your pay-per-views. Guess what? With GNR TV, you pay that $125 a month. You get to watch all that. No hidden fees at all. There's no hidden fees 
which means the $25 is $25. It's not an auto pay thing. So for whatever reason, if you don't want it or you can't afford it or you just like, you know what, it's not for me. That's cool. It's fine. It's dandy because you pay that $125. They send you an email three days before your subscription is up. If that's what you want to call it because you're not really subscribed because you're not signing up for anything. You're not. I don't know how to explain it. But anyway, they send you an email three days. Hey, look, your thing's going to be up off in three days. You can you can pay for it now or you can pay for it later or you don't have to pay at all pretty much. So that's another good bonus about it. It's highly, highly, highly worth it. Trust me on that. It's it's worth it. Like, I, I don't even know how to explain it to you guys. It, it's fucking amazing. If you love the sports, if you love movies, you want to watch random shit on TV, they do have a DVR type thing. It's not like where you can record. It's more of like a playback. Like a, I believe it's a either 24 or 48-hour playback. So you got that option. But I say go out there, get yourselves the fire sticks, get this GNR TV. They have a GNR, face, GNR TV Facebook group. I believe they have a Discord group, if you guys are on Discord. And they also have an email, GNRTV hosting email. But go to the GNRTV, go to the GNRTV Facebook group, and you'll find out all the information you need, where you can get the emails and all that, and all that good stuff. And trust me, it is amazing. It's fucking, I've had it since March now, and we're in October. I've had it every, for every month since, since March. I'm not getting rid of it anytime soon. I'm not getting rid of it ever. I highly recommend it. Go get that right now. So, Matt, Killer Forehead. <laughs> yep. The trial of the screaming foreheads. They're alien foreheads. And? Coming to take over the world. It's one of those made up, made uh, 19, those, those old weird sci fi channel, not sci-fi channel movies, but the old sci-fi movies back in like the 50s and 60s, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like one of those type films. It's funny as hell. Yeah. I, would, I, I would probably be entertained by it. You know I would be. I mean, we watched the Oh movie. my god, he's got a forehead on him! <laughs> oh, really? I mean, and the freaking forehead's like this talking mouth thing on the guy. Oh, They're like these aliens that connect to, to your original forehead. They like mind control you. I gotta see that. I, we still, I want to see that, but we still have to do. Me, you, and Henry still have to do the movie Poppy Gudo. Oh yeah, Poppy. <laughs> I did not forget about that, and I still want to do. Actually, I said me and Henry have to do the Ankle Biters movie about the uh, the little people vampires that we were discussing. Yeah. <laughs> so those two movies. So those two movies we have to do, and we might have to do this killer. Me and you might have to do the Killer Forehead movie because I just. Something ridiculous like that would be a real entertaining podcast, and that may, that may be one of the ones that we can uh, have it playing as we're recording. I feel like those type of moods would be perfect for that. <laughs> I might even, um, which I did with Tree Vendor. Tree Vendor is only like twenty minutes, if that. I might even watch it first and then go back, you know, and then watch it with you guys watching it and recording. I think that'd be fun. I know it would be fun. Oh yeah, and there's all there's all weird type of movies out there with body parts killing people, killing hand, killing killer hands, killer penis. Uh, there's a, there's actually several killer penis movies out there. Killer penis. That sounds like a porno. Kind of one's uh, called the One Eyed Monster. It's got uh that porn star's name in it. What's his name? Um, oh gosh. The fat guy there. Uh, 
killer penis. Yeah, his, he's out, they're out doing a porno shoot. And of course, this alien falling star lands on top of Ron Jeremy. That's it. And the alien actually detaches off from his penis. And his penis starts going around killing people. That's, that's fucking funny. <laughs> so you got yourself a killer penis movie. And there's a couple of them out there. I would, I would definitely watch that. I'm not making this not shit up. That, I know you're not. That's that's what makes it funnier. Yeah. The worst, I think the worst part is I know about these movies. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> it's like, oh, great. I think you know about these movies is worse than... Um, the actual movie? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's fucking funny. That's funny, though, man. There was a uh, a black exploitation film about a guy that would make his penis grow and strangle people. Wow. Oh fuck! I forgot what that was called. That's. They, I, like they, he got wronged and everything, and I think he got killed. He comes back to life, and his weapon is his dick, so he can <laughs> grow and he can strangle people with it. Think. Wow. That's, he can strangle people with it. That's. I don't even know what to say about that, man. That's. That's a pretty ridiculous fucking. Movie. <laughs> yeah, that's a, I think a seventies film. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised it's a seventies film. <laughs> Shit, that's fucking funny though, man. Killer penis. So, what do you have planned for the rest of the evening? Well, I'm gonna be uh, just chilling out for a little bit. The wife will be coming home in a few. We'll probably go out and get some food and whatnot. And then definitely we'll be uh, recording tonight for the okay. next pod- podcast show. Nice, nice. Well, me, probably hang out with the, I'm going to hang out with the wife for a few hours. And then after that, I'll be watching some UFC fights and just chilling. I may do a video. I don't, I'll probably do it. If I don't do it today, I'll definitely do it tomorrow. But uh, a little horror video. I still got to straighten up my area some. But I guess, man, we could wrap it up. Um, okay. If there's anything you want to plug, go ahead and plug. Again, that's uh, my YouTube channel is uh, You and Your Horror Movies. <clears throat> Definitely check it out. And also I'm on Instagram. Same thing, but all one word. You and Your Horror Movies, where I show off, you know, collection videos, movie collectibles. And also on YouTube, I'm doing my 31 Days of Horror now. I'm going to be doing a review, uh, a review a day for 31 days. Nice. All horror films, and already got day five up and running. So if you haven't, check out my uh, quick little reviews for my 31 Days of Horror. And also, too, is if you haven't, check out my other podcast, Cinema Attack, on the Horrorphilia Network. So, yeah. Nice, nice, man. Nice. Yeah, people, listen, go check Matt out. He does a great fucking podcast. He has a dope fucking YouTube channel, and he's a awesome fucking co-host. So he comes on here, helps me out, and has a good time. So, yeah, go check his stuff out. Go support his stuff 100%. He has a sturdy backing. And, yeah, um, had oh, a great I found the name time. of it. What, go Sorry. Ahead. The, the black the black exploitation killer penis movie is Soul Vengeance. Soul Vengeance. 
It's also known as Welcome Home Brother Charles. <laughs> oh, man. I was, I was looking, I'm going, what the fuck is it? Because I know the name of it. <laughs> That's fucking funny. That's fucking funny. If you type something in for, uh, like, on YouTube, <laughs> you'll see some interesting stuff. Oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> anyway, people, definitely go check Matt's stuff out. Matt's a cool guy, real good guy, real good dude, good friend of mine. So go check out his pages. Go support his podcast. Go support his YouTube channel. Go support his podcast again, please. And you guys, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you should know where you can hear me. But if not, for some strange reason, I'm on Podbean, I'm on iTunes, I'm on YouTube, I'm on Stitcher, and many other platforms. Spotify, if I didn't say that, iHeartRadio. Many other platforms as far as podcast goes. Wherever you can listen to podcasts and music, you should be able to hear my wonderful voice. What else is there? I also have a Facebook group and a Facebook Facebook page called Horror with Sir Sturdy. I have a Twitch channel called Horror underscore with underscore Sir underscore Sturdy where we just play video games, play some games, and have some fun. So check us out when we're playing, when we're on there, when I'm streaming while we're all playing. What else? What else? What else? I believe that's it. Oh, Sir underscore Sturdy is my PSN for those of you horror fans want to get on and play some random horror games or whatever games I have. The newest game I have right now is called Man of Meeting on the PS4. It's one to five players. So, yeah, if you see me on there, shoot me a message. Hey, I heard your podcast. I want to play this with you. I want to play a game. Let's go. Anyway, um, thank you all for listening. If you're going to be in the Rochester area, and going to Scarecon October 18th through the 20th. Definitely stop by the Horror Research 30 table. Um, sit down with us for a few minutes to record. Not too long because, you know, we got to kind of move around and stuff. But record with us for a few minutes. If you want to be on a full episode, shoot us an email. You know, take a business card from the table. There's going to be plenty of business cards for me and a couple of other cool people. So, yeah, definitely take some business cards. If you might be on a full episode, shoot me an email. Horrorwithsir.sturdy. Again, it's horrorwithsir.sturdy at gmail.com. We can make we can work something out. And, yeah, I think I think that's about it. Thank you all for your support. Thank you all for listening. Again, I'm going to be at Scarecon October 18th, 19th, and 20th. I will also be at the VIP party. And if you bring a pen and some paper, I will be signing autographs because I'm not bringing a pen, paper, or marker because I don't expect to sign anything. But if you bring a pen, paper... Or a pen and a marker. I will be signing autographs. He'll, he'll sign it with his elbows. That's what he'll be doing. I'll try. Watch and out for those. My handwriting is sloppy, so but you'll get the Surf Sturdy, Surf Sturdy signature if that's what you want. Free, free of charge. But I do accept donations. <laughs> and uh, yeah, again, Matt, thanks for coming on, man. As no always, you man. Having me. Anytime, you know you're always welcome. You're a part of this show, and everybody else. I'll see you in your night.